tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. ESA and FM 1071. Mr. Ryan. Yes, Mr. Ware. Where were you between the hours of 3 and 5 p.m. yesterday? Between 3 and 5 p.m.? Can you account for your whereabouts? Between 3 and 5 p.m.? I think I was at the pool. Do you have any witnesses that you can produce that would say to testify to the fact that you were at the pool between 3 and 5 p.m.? <laughs> my wife and my daughter mm-hmm. I was, would say I was at the pool. Are they, trust, are they trustworthy witnesses? Yes. All right, I'm sitting here watching this news story. <laughs> What's this? <laughs> here's, the, here's the headline. <clears throat> here's the headline. He is naked, yelling at people in the parking lot, wild moment that a nude man armed with a machete is arrested after he tried to steal another man's clothes. Do you think maybe drugs were involved? <laughs> is it possible drugs were involved? <laughs> Where was this? I, I, this? I missed the naked guy with the machete story. Where you was, didn't get that one? No, I, that one video. slipped right by me. There he is. He's and, naked. Uh, mm-hmm. Tried to steal some other dude's clothes right. with a machete. Right. I've and had dreams like that, actually. I, you know, I, don't, I don't doubt it. In fact, if you eat one of his tacos with the... Uh, <laughs> with the cactus in it? Oh, my God. The, the walls James, started moving on James me gave morning. me a cactus taco. It's delicious. If I start seeing trails, dude. You will, man. <laughs> I had that happen to me this morning. I recovered, though. No, so, seriously, a naked guy. Yeah. Where was that? That was in Florida. In Florida. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah, it was just fun. Too much fun for me to leave alone. <laughs> I had to get to that story. They captured him. Okay, nobody's right. dead or anything. But You ever have a dream where you're naked and you're, like, in public and you can't, you know, it's kind of weird and you're trying to... A dream? Yeah, we're, we're, oh, you've, oh, oh. <laughs> what do you mean a dream? Oh. <laughs> That's a dream come true for that freak. <laughs> Not only a dream come true, but attained, so I, you know. <laughs> um, well, they call you the streak. That's exactly right. Um, we got to talk about Donald Trump. Is he in the news? Is there any, are there any, like, Trump news stories right now? I mean, uh, he's kind of Well, he's been kind of laying low. <laughs> but here's the deal. <laughs> He announced yesterday, and I found this to be quite interesting, Mr. Rima. He announced yesterday that it wasn't February or May that he met with the DOJ and the FBI about these 15 boxes of documents. It was June. June. Hmm. Which makes it even worse because it was closer to this. Right, right. And when he met with them, there's a room that the boxes were in. Right. He said, there's the boxes. Right. Go ahead. They didn't take them. Hmm. You know what they did? They told him, put a lock on the door. Right. He said, okay, I'll put a lock on the door. So when they get there on Monday, instead of going directly to the room that they know of, right. right? and it's obviously what they were doing, they were making, they were creating a setup, right? They were creating last Monday when they told them to lock them up right. in that room. Because right. now they know where they are in the house, so when they get the subpoena and come back with CNN cameras and lights and flashing <laughs> and helicopters and boats and, and, the, and, the, and the U.S. Navy on standby, when they... Red alert, red alert, we're going in. That's right. (laughs) Probably the U.S. Space Force with the Guardians. The Space Force was overhead (laughs) in the upper atmosphere. (laughs) The satellites pointed at Mar-a-Lago. So when they come in with that, 
um, <laughs> they, they, they instead of going directly to that room, they go the whole place, right? Yeah, they go through Melania's underwear drawer, See, you know. And that's the thing. And, and if they're doing that, just this is just my guess, okay? Just a little thing I got in my head bouncing around about that. If you know the room and you told him to put a lock on that, you could go directly there, you could get the lock off, and you could take it, get out with the boxes, and you're done. Got to go through the whole place. So either it's fishing expedition, in my mind, fishing expedition, either fishing for something you can use against him or that he can use against you. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Or both, yeah. right? Yeah. Or it's a planting expedition. He said yesterday it was planting. Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. It's well, just a guess. There's no, what, what, what's the purpose of going through the whole house if you know where the damn documents are, man? Come on. Planting. I mean, planting, if you plug that explanation in, then it kind of makes sense. Because otherwise they're just, you know, having a good old time and, and you know, making a big show of going through his house. And I, I think it's I think it's part show and part maybe they left something behind. I don't know. Yeah, you know, or, uh, <laughs> you know, it could be all of that. Plus, they had a rat in there, we're now finding out, in, in his organization, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. FBI did. Because they, that's how they operate. Right, right, right. So they had somebody in there as an informant, apparently, according to Newsweek, and maybe that informant said something along the lines of, I don't know, again, this is just off the top of my head, there's a flash drive of Hunter's hard drive here, and it's in the, <laughs> it's in the closet. Right. I don't know. I'm, you know, fantasies know. of young men, but, I mean, it certainly wouldn't put it past them because we know that they have done this stuff in the past. Well, they have. They yeah. have certainly, they, they have done this. And I, I, I just, I, I, I am getting increasingly angry. <laughs> the more I learn about this, especially with the locked door and knowing that they know they knew where to go to get this stuff, and yet they're they're like uh, Don Morgan said they're bouncing on his bed eating Cheetos or whatever, and going through her stuff. You know they're making a big. Sh- I, I I can't tell if they're making a big show and this is what they wanted to do. Apart from whether they planted or to, or whatever went fishing, they want him to run. Uh, they want him. Uh, they they want him to. Uh, or they want to make a big show of going through his house and look. We got you, man. Or if they really just bungled this and didn't expect that people would react the way they did or are reacting. I don't know. Or it could be all of the above, right? It could be, it could all be the a above. mixture because of all of the above. There's an article in Breitbart that I was looking at where they have sources in the FBI and the DOJ, and they're essentially blaming each other. They are doing that. That is exactly right. And that's where that rat comes in because right. somebody, the mole from the inside. Right. And now, you know, yes, the FBI, uh, the DOJ is looking at the FBI going, now, we didn't do this. We had another Merrick Garland knew nothing about this. Right. right. Well, that's all crap. You know that's crap. That is not to, hey cut to crap. Okay. White House is saying they didn't uh, know, know anything about it, cut which is crap. bull crap. Cut to crap. Come on, man. You know. So uh, and and then yesterday, and remember we talked about Joe being in isolation for COVID, which was all pfft, no. Yeah, come he, on, they're right. keeping him out of public view. <laughs> Anytime you see him now, again yesterday he signed this bill for veterans, and he did it outside. He's only signing bills outside, wearing the aviators. You can't see his pupils. Right, and he got creepy on a on a little girl again yesterday. I'll tell you about that. I didn't see that, but I, yeah. I I did see him. You know, he is moving much slower. Do you see that? Yes, absolutely. So, so I mean, they locked him up in the basement. Now they got to take him out of the basement because they can only play that game for so long. They want him out of public view until after November. Right. So yesterday they load him up on an airplane. You talk about walking slow. He could barely get up the steps on the airplane. And, yeah, he's very feeble. But this was also a message to half of America that voted for Donald Trump, right? So he gets to the top. His son, Crackhead, is with him. His son, Crackhead. Right. And Joe turns around and the most stiff 
emphatic salute he, the man has ever given in his life. You know, he suits, you know, like slinging, you know what, said right. Ronald Reagan. Blank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. You know what? It was the middle finger. Him saying, the guy that should have been rated crackhead next to me, the crackhead kid, he's going to ride with me on Air Force One to the private island. He should have been raided, but we got your guy. Well, you know, I, if that was in his mind, I, I could see that. You know, Hunter Biden is a walking middle finger to the American people. He really is. You know, I mean, th- this whole thing with these documents, Trump's been, co- you know, cooperating with the archive people, with the archives people the whole way through. He hasn't kept anything from anybody, and yet here's Hunter Biden. You've seen him naked with a with a hooker and a crack pipe hanging out of his mouth. Yep. He's made millions upon millions upon millions of billions. dollars. Billions of dollars working for this uh, this Ukrainian uh, energy company through China, and he doesn't have any, he has no knowledge of energy or anything of that nature. It's uh, totally a setup. And and here, here he is getting on an airplane that you and I are putting gas in. Yep. Now, hey, people, I was talking to my wife. I'm, I'm, I'm just so pissed off. Well, there's one more aspect of this, too. And Elaine brought this up this morning. So he gets on an airplane with the crackhead kid and to go to this private island. They're going to be away for a while. They'll be out of the camera. Yeah. You know, can't, can't, can't ask him questions about this or anything else. And next, when he gets back, they're going to have somewhere else for him to go and somewhere. Yeah. Oh, they're yeah. going to keep him locked up till yeah. after the midterms. They don't, they, they will. They, that's they, right. Yes, absolutely. They made that perfectly clear. But I'm he, the official sentry of the island of Miss. That's it, right there. Well, that's where they've got it. But let me finish this thought. Sure, sure. Because this is important. (coughs) Elaine brought this up. So here we are, the little people, and we're struggling for gas and groceries, are we not? Yeah, it's getting tight, man. It's getting real tight. So he takes his crackhead kid, and they get on an airplane, and literally an army goes with them. You know, there's cars, there's SUVs, Mm -hmm. there's tanks, there's helicopters. There's fighter jets and lots of men and women who go with them wherever they go. It costs they got, they got you. A, they got to transport the car that he rides around in. Yeah, and S- SUVs yeah. that follow it. Yeah, ambulance that goes along. Right. Everything else. They got to transport that in airplanes. So he's doing that. It costs them. Costs us. Costs us literally millions and millions and millions of dollars for him to go to this private island. When he's got a perfectly good staycation place on 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, yeah. place has got a bowling alley, it's got a swimming pool, it's got a theater, right. it's got a racquetball court, it's got <laughs> tennis tennis courts, it's got, it's a, got golf a bowling course. alley, right? Yeah, yeah, bowling alley, yeah. right down the hallway from where his office is. He could say, you know what? I know it's a summer of of struggle, and you guys are struggling to pay your bills. I'm not going to waste all that money on a vacation. I'm going to stay right here. <laughs> Donald Trump would have done that. That's <laughs> That's what Donald Trump would have done. Exactly I'm going to go right. to work like everybody else is going to work. And he'd show up. Uh, you know, they're not that far in age or far apart in age. And uh, folks who work with Trump routinely said he outworks everybody. Trump would not be going to a freaking luxurious island in the midst of uh, uh, multiple crises. Crises, uh, you know, that were uh, especially the, the economy. He wouldn't do that because he understands the optics That's of it. it. That's why he had such a great relationship with the American people. Yep. And they loved. I loved him for it. You know, you wouldn't see his ass going on... on, on you sh- well, first off, he wouldn't have a crackhead son. That's right. <laughs> his <laughs> boys are straight a, up and good, they aren't they? Are. Yeah, they are. They're good people. They seriously good are good, good people. Yeah. Uh, no, he would not be taken off uh, on Air Force One to go to a private island 
to party and vacation uh, while Americans are suffering. Do you remember George W. Bush with all my faults I had with him? You know, he right. said while this while the Iraq War is going on, I'm done vacation. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. You know. Well, the same is true when you've got a country in crisis, an economic crisis in the country, and everybody's just struggling to put food yeah. on the table. Well, he's going to jet off, you know, with my crack kid to my an crack island. Kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. An island, which you know, again, as you mentioned earlier, I, I heard it when I was driving in. You got to transport all that crap over to the island. It's a city. It's a small army that has to do that. That's exactly what happens, man. And we're paying for you, it. You, you got it. While we're trying to buy gasoline. Yeah. And, and put food on the table. You want to run that by me again? Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll take a quick break. More Warren Ryman coming up for you. KTSA 725 <laughs> with Warren Ryman. What's up, man? You know, I got a, a nice story. Do you want to hear something nice? Nope. Because <laughs> I, I gotta watch my VP. We, we went upset. through this earlier. I'm What's really that? negative and pissed off these days. So yeah, no, I know. No, I'm kidding. Yes, please. Well, I actually heard Riccardi talking about this, and I, you know, I half my gig I steal from him, and uh, he's uh, talking about Tyler Perry, who is one of my favorite people. Uh, I really enjoy his movies. I think the Medea movies are brilliant, and I, and he's a decent guy. He, he really is. is a decent he guy. And he has a seven year old son named Ammon. And uh, he's, you know, in this era where they're drumming this CRT stuff into the kids' heads uh, when they're, you know, practically in utero, uh, Tyler Perry is like, nope, I'm going to let him figure that stuff out on his own. He says his friends are very diverse at the school he goes to. They don't. You know what? And young people, if you leave them alone, they don't see race. Nope. They really don't. Mm Mm-mm. Says I haven't had the conversation with Ammon because he's only seven, and I want to hold out as long as I can. I don't want to tell him that there are people who will judge him because of the color of his skin. Because right now he's in a school where every race and all these kids are in their purest form. When he describes his friends, he never defines them by race. Yeah. So the racism right now is being perpetuated by those who uh, have a, a deep interest in it continuing. Because yeah. you're right. Kids are not going to perpetuate it. Kids aren't no. going to carry it on. Kids aren't racist. My kid, They're when not. she was seven or eight or nine or ten, yeah. she, and even now, it's a learned thing. she has a very diverse mm-hmm. group of friends. Yeah. She always has. They, they don't think that way. No, nope, If you leave them alone, they yep. don't think that way. Well, we were that way. My, my mom grew up in, in Memphis and right. in a poor black neighborhood right and so we we were never that way growing up you didn't see skin color growing up it, was no, it didn't matter it didn't matter this my, is no big deal yeah my parents modeled that they they just treated everybody the same my old man could talk to a multi-millionaire and a uh, a guy living in a refrigerator box with the same level of yeah. respect and that's just the house i grew up in right no it's it's the jesse jackson's of the world and i called him on it one day and he hung up on me right uh, but it's jesse jackson's and al sharpton's and those guys who want to perpetuate and carry it on and you know what they care nothing about they are trampling on the legacy of mlk well yeah the legacy of mlk is don't see skin color right well the, to them that's all it that matters that's all well, right now it, skin color defines everything, everything. it truly does yes so, uh, if you you know if a cop interacts with a hu- another human being with a person, okay, the skin color of the cop and the skin color of the person they're interacting with defines the event. Absolutely, you know. But that's coming from those guys who are you know the community leaders who have to have it prepared. Because what the hell would Jesse Jackson do for a living? What the hell would would Obama have done for eight years what, if he didn't have racism? What would Al Sharpton do for a living if they're well, if, no, they, they, so they got right. they have a, a vested interest in keeping it going. But see, I think Democrats in general have a vested interest yes. in keeping it going. LBJ said it. Yeah, 
He said it. He admitted it. Right. We have the admission from LBJ. Yeah, we're going to have them voting. For, well, he used the yeah, different the, word. He used but the we're going to have them voting for us for. We'll have them in words voting for us forever. Yeah, but uh, that ain't so true anymore. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. I think a lot of this race stuff has yeah. gotten so extreme. You, you have more and more black parents yeah. now who are saying. I don't want you teaching my kid that his skin color defines who he is. They're going to uh, school board meetings and saying that. Yeah. Black yeah. parents are. Yeah. So, good for them. No, I'm not. I'm really not a negative uh, mindset, but we were talking earlier. I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> no, I, I, feel, I feel great. Yeah. I, I, but I've been watching my news feed this weekend. It's been full of people at... Um, uh, up at uh, Sturgis, and I'm like, ah, oh yeah, I will never do this to me again. It, this is <laughs> self never do this to you again. I, I would rather waterboard myself than go through this, man. Watching these people, I will. I will take a couple water. You, you really need to go every year. Man. I do. You know, I'm, we're just going to make the arrangements from now. See, the thing is, if you don't get like accommodations five, six, seven years right. down the road, you're not going, man. Unless right. you want to sleep in a you know a cardboard box, right? right. Which I will from which here you on would out. If you had to, wouldn't you? As long as you're at Sturgis, I learned my lesson, baby. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I think i got to leave now. I think we do. I think we got to go. Break. All right. <laughs> well, we're coming up here on KTSA. Stevens Roofing is your local roofing company. Stevens Roofing, family-owned, local, and they deal with the same weather and the same conditions that you deal with so they understand roofs around here better than anybody else. With a hot Texas sun, the next thing you know, you got a storm coming through, which is going to happen today and tomorrow, right? Oh, man, you get a little bit of everything when it comes to weather around here, and Stevens understands that. That's why you can trust Stevens uh, to do what's right for your family. Metal, composition, commercial, residential, they do it all. And they are licensed and trusted by the city of San Antonio. Estimates are always free. They'll come out and give a free estimate. No arm twisting. They're not going to try to sell you a new roof. Your roof covers your home and your family, and Stevens Roofing has your family covered. That's Stevens Roofing at 210-785-0994. This joint is called KTSA. We just a couple of fellas hanging out. Just a couple of dudes talking, man. Whatever's going on in the world. That's right. You know, we are going to talk about uh, IRS agents. Get your gun! Because you're going to need it if you want to be an agent. We're going to talk about that in just a minute. But, you know, we're talking about the, as I call it, the iceberg. I hope that's not just too petty and stupid. I'm well, trying to paint the, a picture. The iceberg below the surface that you can't see. Of the swamp. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you got the swamp. And underneath... In the bottom of the swamp is uh, a bunch of people that you never see. Now, above the swamp is the people that you see. Right. But the people that you see above the swamp water, water line, they're not the ones that are going to kill you. It's the ones down below. Yeah. So I did a little research. First of all, 1988, Ron Paul, who I think he's become the greatest prophet in our <laughs> yeah. nation's history. Yeah. Right, Ron yes. Paul. Yeah. He, in 1988, he, I looked up the video, and he looks sharp, man, looks good. He reminded us how the FBI has been used throughout the history of the FBI to go after political opponents. Right. Um, I think uh, Riccardi mentioned this the other day, too, where the FBI has always been political. You know, we're talking about it's just been politicized recently. Well, nah. they, the, well they were not law enforcement professionals when it began. And, they were and, bureaucrats. Yes, exactly. And, yeah. and they were out after their political enemies. You know, the Hoover, Captain Carter. Oh, Hoover had a cabinet full right. of politi- political enemies. Exactly right. So, um, Woodrow Wilson was a great example that, that Ron Paul gave. In the First World War, the FBI would go out and look for political opponents, opponents to the war, and then he would go after them and arrest them, have yeah. them actually arrested. Martin Luther King Jr. was on their hit list. In fact, they went to him at one point and said, 
you know, all the civil rights nonsense and jargon and equal rights and all that, knock it off or you're going to commit suicide. You know, I, I could tell you a story about that, actually. I had a, a, a he's since passed, but I knew an FBI agent years ago. Uh, he was since died. He was a forensics guy, but he was there uh, on the day Martin Luther King was shot. He was there at the balcony? Uh, he was he was one of the agents that investigated. This is early on in his career, and uh, uh, it's chilling now when I think about it. I haven't thought about this in years. His daughter asked him at one point, well, what, what, can you tell me anything about the day he was shot? And all he said was, we had a country to protect. <laughs> How does that make you feel? Well, see, now, that's kind of like Dealey <laughs> Plaza stuff, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, yeah, you're Plaza. right. I mean, they, they've always been... Uh, had their political opponents in the in the crosshairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the American Civil Liberties Union, they were all up in arms about civil rights leaders and feminists and leftists in the 50s and 60s. Yeah. Not a word about Mar-a-Lago. Right? Not a word. So here's the deal. The, the deep state, as we hear about it, the swamp, uh, the part that's below the waterline that you never see that actually runs this country, as you mm. well know, because we've talked about it many times, when there is a law that's written and you hear about it as an example, this law they're going to pass tomorrow, that's just a framework. Yeah. There's not specifics in the law. It's the framework. It's the two million lefty Democrats that work under the waterline that actually fulfill all that law in there. It's the framework. They're the ones who do the... Who fill it in, basically. Yes. They're whatever the ones they who, want. Right. right. <laughs> so the federal services has increasingly become a bastion for liberal Democrats. Um, every study shows... And, in fact, the most recent one was 2016, where 95% of political donations were made to Hillary Clinton by those people under the waterline, so the ones yeah, in D.C. Yeah. that run the country. So the president, president, every president makes about 4,000 political appointees, right? Mm-hmm. 1,200 of those have to be approved by Senate committees. This 2 million strong army that's below the waterline that's actually running the country, 50,000 of those get to make the decisions that operate our lives through regulations and filling in the laws. Completely unelected, too. Exactly right. That's what Trump says when he's talking about the, the deep state. So when you hear that 87,000, I thought your meme of, of the Oklahoma Sooner uh, stands was fantastic because it showed 83,000 people. And 87,000 won't even fit in that, that meme you put yeah. up. It's an army. It is an army. It's an army. So, it's an armed army. Yeah. Since, uh, from March to June of this year, from March to June, they bought $700,000 worth of ammunition, primarily 9mm and 40mm. That goes on your hip. That's right. not a long gun. Right. Right. right? Yeah. That's not two two three going a long gun. 9mm and 40 goes on your hip. So the IRS puts up their posting for the position. Major duties. you got to work a minimum of 50 hours a week. No big deal. We all do that. Much, which may require irregular hours. No big deal. We all do that. Be on call 24-7. We do that, including holidays and weekends. We do that. Must maintain a level of fitness necessary to effectively respond to a life-threatening situation on the job. Now, if you're auditing wow. somebody and you're just going through <clears throat> receipts with your calculator, right. trying to see if what they claim on their income tax matches the receipt, what the hell's going to be life-threatening about that? Maybe they're going after other kinds of people. I don't know. What, uh, it, it's it's damned uh, peculiar. Obama started this whole thing with beefing up the IRS mm-hmm. and buying uh, ammo and all that stuff, so they've been at it for a number of years. Department of <clears throat> Homeland Security has $1.6 
billion rounds of forty and nine. Who are they going to use that against? It's not uh, that Homeland Security. They're, they're, they didn't buy all that forty and nine to shoot Al Qaeda with. No. No. Meanwhile, they want to take your gun away and Hello. my gun away. Now, think Hello. about them apples for a second. Carry, here's back to their listing on their uh, website about who they're hiring. Carry a firearm and be willing to use deadly force if necessary. <laughs> so these new agents. And be yeah. willing and able to participate in arrests, execution of search warrants, and other dangerous assignments. God. Directly from their website. Dangerous assignments. They're supposed to be accountants. That's it. <laughs> or accountant wannabes. Yeah. They're supposed to be CPAs, basically. Count numbers. Bean, bean counters. That's not what bean they're building. Bean counters with guns who may in, encounter dangerous situations. So that's not, what they're, that's not what they're building, are they? They're, mm. they're building it's an a local... Like, it's an army. It's what it is. What are they... I mean, and, and Martha McCallum was brilliant last night. I don't know if I you saw her. I saw your her. post. No, I didn't see her. Uh, she post. had uh, Something a about senior, her being a badass or something? Well, she, yeah, she had a senior uh, Biden advisor on... And uh, and she was asking him about the IRS, and uh, and the guy was just giving her gobbledygook. He he really was just it was you know when you you get into that business where you're saying a lot of words, but he wasn't really saying anything. Yes. And she nailed him down. He's she's like, what do you need? Eighty seven thousand, uh, almost what a hundred thousand all together combined. Uh, it's like one hundred fifty seven. One hundred fifty seven thousand agents to audit people. With guns. With, with, and, and he wouldn't answer. Oh, of course not. And he said, well, you know, you got your show, and I know you can ask whatever questions you want. She's like, well, answer it. <laughs> and she wouldn't let him go. She's like, answer it. Why, she, why do you need that many agents for what? Audits? You know? Of who? Her job is to ask the questions that we want yeah. answered, right? And yeah. So she's doing that. And they refuse to answer. He wouldn't answer. And then, he again, he, they, and some, you'll see this where they try to turn it. We've had people do that to us where they try to turn it back on you. Well, you're just being a talk show. Oh, I had it yesterday. To, you know, raise the rabble and all that stuff. So, I had no. a guy call the 5 to, to 7 yesterday morning, and he said, all that red stuff didn't happen. You're just interested in making money. I said, yeah, I love money. That's true. <laughs> I'm interested in making money. But I'm telling you the truth. It did happen. Look at the video. Yeah. We know exactly you what happened. You say it didn't happen. Yeah. Oh, no, that didn't happen. Well, that's that's the moron crowd, man. But well, you know, yeah. yeah, Martha wouldn't let him go, and it was it, you know. But they, they this is bad. And I, the more I think about it, the more pissed off I get. <laughs> well, we don't want to do that. We, I do. We, I, I'm very. We don't want to get pissed man. off. We, well, I just. I, I, let me tell you. Uh, how much time ago? We, we got take time. a break. Uh, I've just. I've never been. And you know, you've known me for about ten years. I've never been a guy who gets up really that upset. I'm pretty laid back about stuff for the most part. I'm mm-hmm. moody as hell, but I don't tend to get. Yeah. You know, as far as politically, I'm kind of moderate. I'm in the middle on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I'm mostly conservative. But this crap with the between the IRS and Mar-a-Lago, I feel like I'm starting to radicalize a bit. I'm because well, I'm just so angry. I'm glad you said that because I had a guy call this morning. His name was Chase. I'll never forget him as long as I live. He said I'm a moderate, but I see what they're doing, and yeah. oh my God, this is just scary. And I said to him, you know what? I was too. Most of my political life, I was apolitical. I was right. I was always a conservative, always kind of lean libertarian, live and let live. You do right. you, I'll do me, boom, boom, boom. I like Thomas Jefferson and his writings. I was always there. They're the ones that have shoved me over here. 
Yeah. And, and I'm not Alex Jones. I'm not a conspiracy no. nut. I don't look for you know something under every rock. But this is right in front it's of us. It's in front of your face. You can't. Yeah, it's not. They're not even hiding it. No, it's right here. You know, when when they go after a, something that hasn't happened in 240 years, when they break into the home of a previous a sitting president, it's never happened, right? It's never happened. And then they take the guy whose home they should have broken into, the crackhead kid, and put him on Air Force One, and basically do this with two fingers right in your face you know they're 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 out they have come out to closet baby if there's one there's all kinds of things that i'm happy that that uh with that trump did but if there's one major thing that he accomplished is he brought all these cockroaches out into the light yeah he really did just by his very existence yeah uh, and winning the uh, the Oval Office, he has shown us that iceberg beneath the uh, beneath the, the waterline. You know, one other thing about that too is they're going to have answers, right? When the, when the when the FBI and the DOJ finally, and they're going to have to, when they finally address this and talk about it, they'll say, "Well, yes, we had this in the subpoena and that in the subpoena, and this is what Trump was." Doing. I mean, they're going to have stuff that's going to be made up, but we're not going to believe it. And and they did that to themselves. Yeah. They ruined their own credibility by pulling stunts like this. Yeah. They 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 have no credibility whatsoever. There's no reason whatsoever why the American people should believe them or trust them. So when they come forward and they say, We got this evidence and we got this on Trump and that on Trump, I'm just gonna file it over there with all the other BS that they have on him. Because it's well, BS. Yeah. yeah. I mean it, it, you know, they they still talk about Russia. We we know it was a complete hoax. Exactly. Exactly. There's no mystery about it. They investigated that they impeached him twice. Yeah. There's no evidence. Well, they say, you know, on January 6th, he told him to go up there and break into the Capitol. He told him the opposite. Did you he hear, said, be well, peaceful. The, 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 uh, he did. He did. He said, be well, peaceful. Well, it, it's like the racism thing in Charlottesville and how, you know, he, he apparently told. I know people who believe that he told. You know, white supremacists who show up and said they were good people on both and they sides. They always forget. They always leave out the next line where he says, "But you know, uh, uh, I denounce white supremacists." You know, they they leave that out because they need him to be a racist. They've been after him since he showed up because he was the fly in the ointment. That's right. They they had Hillary Clinton in the Oval Office in the bag. They thought. Ready to go. And along here, here comes a guy, private sector guy, and he screws it all up. James said we got to go, but one final thing about that, that Charlottesville thing. Remember, when he said there's good people on both sides, he was not talking about the, the thing that happened in Charlottesville. He was talking about the debate yeah, over statues. Exactly. Debate over the statues. And he said there's good people on both sides that are arguing over these statues. Right. Quick break. Uh, i got to tell you about Shirts Funeral Home. Your place, your family funeral home is Shirts Funeral Home. If you are at time with a loved one and you need to make funeral arrangements, I hope you remember that name over at Church Funeral Home. It's a family operation who is here to work with your family and be here for your family at all times at Church Funeral Home. Their phone number is 210-658-9224, 210-658-9224. They're kind and caring. They're a real blessing. They've been a real blessing to my family for, well, 30 years now, and they will treat your family in a great way as well at Church Funeral Home. If you want to talk about pre-planning and pre-need, that's a very important thing to do. It's a wise thing to do is to have a plan for your own funeral. You can sit down with them and talk with them about that and pay for it. Today, as inflation continues to, to climb, now is the time to do it. And that's to sit down with the Family Funeral Home at Church Funeral Home at 210-658-9224. Eat one of his tacos, and you're going to be craving this music. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's uh, it's the 11th What's of in that thing, James. <laughs> it's the 11th of August, man.
What day is it? Oh, yes. Uh, well, it's, you know, it's National Hip Hop Day. Great. <laughs> I hate it. Rap music scares me. I hate it, man. I it's uh, Presidential Joke Day, uh, which is easy enough because the president is himself a joke. Exactly right. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. I'm here ah. all week. It's National Raspberry Tart Day. Mm. So go be loving on a tart. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant go find a tart and give her a raspberry. <laughs> well, if you can, if you can, if you can work it out. <laughs> Britney Spears available. <laughs> Sorry, that was gross. Why are you shaking your head? There's a bald head over there just shaking away. Give a tart to raspberries. <laughs> well, you never know. Hey. <laughs> what what is wrong with you? I mean, really? He said it. I'm I didn't the one who it. said it. You started it. You oh, know, well, it's yeah. Raspberry Tart Day. You, I didn't say anything. You opened the door and I walked in. <laughs> He's the one who took us down into Dirty Town, man. It wasn't no, me. No, I didn't. It's Play in the Sand Day, so go find a tart and play in the sand with <laughs> Give her the raspberries <laughs> while listening to some hip hop music. <laughs> okay. Next. Trey's going to leave the building today listening to the Sugar Hill Gang or something. <laughs> this is a rapper's delight as he leaves the... Now, that's okay. That older stuff is all right. But right. when they got into the B word and the ho word and all okay. that stuff, I, yeah. you lost me, man. Yeah, I totally get that. I, 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 I love the old hip-hop music that came along in the in Yeah, the that's 80s. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Rap scares me. No, I hear rap that, music, I'm I'm I get scared. Yeah. I, I, I hear rap music, and I, I start driving a little faster, man. Yeah, I, I, in fact... <laughs> I, 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 Wrong neighborhood. That scares me. Uh, <laughs> no, I love it. I, I do great. have it here on the lineup, man. I could play yeah. it off my phone right now. Some of the early stuff. Yes, I, I'm just saying when you I'm, know. you know, going down Bandera Road and I got crowded house cranked. Yeah, and yeah. some guy comes up next to me. And yeah. Remember Bernie Mac? Scared. Well, you know, there was a time where it was, you know, it was unique and innovative and new. Well, yeah, and then it true. just got to be a, you know, an that's what I'm talking to, about. To square right. over, the, to swear you can, over. You can make a hit with the F word and and yeah. uh, and the N word and ho. I mean, you know, just it was ridiculous. <laughs> Original hip hop was not like that. No, it was, it was social was commentary. Gr- exactly. That's, that's what I'm talking about. And then that's it, good. Then it got yeah. bastardized by other people and ruined it. That's a good word too, bastardized. Yeah. Nah, it yeah. scared me back then too. So. <laughs> Quick break. More wearing rhyme <laughs> coming up. KTSA. When- I'm News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Go ahead, Mr. Mayor. Make my day. <laughs> what now? Well, this was Greg Abbott and his response to Mayor <clears throat> Eric Adams up in New York. Mayor right, Eric Adams right. said, for the good of America, we need to get Greg Abbott out of office. So let me ask you a question. Why? I thought you was the mayor of open borders and sanctuary cities, Mayor Adams. What's your, what's your problem with these buses showing up up there with illegal immigrants on board? So Greg Abbott's response was, I feel like Clint Eastwood, Mr. Mayor, go ahead and make my day. Send a bunch of New Yorkers down here to Texas <laughs> to ca- campaign for Beto. Yeah, because that'll work. <laughs> People with thick New York accents yeah. knocking on your door, talking up. You know, somebody that a lot of people really don't care much for. Well, this thing that he's playing this morning, What's that? where Beto was out at this event, you know, oh. giving a speech about guns, you know, and some guy yelled from the back, and Beto pulled out the MF. Right. That was all planned, yes. all scripted, all everything about Beto. That's the way he rolls. We said it, we were saying it yesterday on, on my show, that he's one of those guys that, you know, will drop the F-bomb, and it's so awkward, you can just tell that he normally doesn't use that word. Yeah. I use it every other word when right. I'm up there. I mean, right. people expect to hear it from me, but, you know, right. a guy like that, it's yeah. all staged. Well, it's all made 
up, man. That whole thing. Yeah, all right. The whole thing was made up. But, yeah. So, so please go right ahead, Mayor Adams. Send a bunch of New Yorkers down to the Rio Grande Valley. <laughs> And over here to Del Rio, and have them knock on some doors and say, "Hey, you know what? Uh, because uh, Biden or, or because uh, Abbott has been sending these people up to New York, we think you should vote for Beto. We think you ought to vote for Beto because uh, you know what is immigration thingy." <laughs> is that a shotgun? You know, yeah, right? That's the point. He, Get off my lawn! Abbott's been taking Get people down. out of the Rio Grande Valley and out of Del Rio and sent them to New York. And New Yorkers are going to come down here and tell them to vote for the opposition. Yeah, that'll I, work. You know, I mean, when I saw that quote, I'm like, Ooh, "We're so scared, man! <laughs> yeah, right? What a threat!" <laughs> Go ahead, make my day. Go ahead. Oh, Abbott said on Fox News that you know, he, 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 sending these buses is showing these people to be the hypocrites that they are. And they truly are. Oh, absolutely. They do they not are. want them there. No. They think, in fact, Eric Adams has said so. You deal with them. They're your problem. It's horrific, he said, sending these buses. I mean, it, it, come on, man. Our problem? Our problem? No, baby. Te- Texas it's, needs it's, to deal with this. It's your problem in Texas. No, it, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a federal problem. Oh, uh, yeah, it, it this, is. This was started by the Biden administration. You know, and, and these people, like Muriel Bowser, losing their stuff over a handful of migrants uh, being dropped off in their cities. And Eric Adams. And Eric Adams. It's obnoxious, man. Yeah, it man. totally is, man. They, they really are shrill. And, 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 yeah, these are sanctuary city people. Right. <laughs> right. 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 Unless you're a brown skin. It's what he said. Yeah. He said, you know, we're we're a city of open arms. What did he say? He was standing by the Statue of Liberty. He said, give us your tired and your poor and your hungry, and here we are in New York, and send them. So Greg Abbott said, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> here you <Here's> go. <laughs> No, I didn't Diversify. mean Diversify. Fargo, North Dakota, the board up there is canceling the Pledge of Allegiance. I, you know, I had that set up. I well, was go for it. Get, yeah, they, they're canceling the Pledge of Allegiance uh, because the word God is in it, and it goes against our, their diversity code. Uh, board member Seth Holden, given that the word God in the text of the Pledge of Allegiance is capitalized, the text is clearly referring to the Judeo-Christian God, and therefore it does not include any other faiths such as Islam, Hinduism, Buddhism, all of which are practiced by our staff and students at FPS. The biggest rub he had with it was atheists. A- oh, yeah. Atheists are not represented. They're not represented. And right. so we got to have a-, a Pledge of Allegiance that represents uh, th- that. And uh, he went on to say not every single person in this country has liberty and justice either. Oh, God. So one guy, <laughs> one guy... Yeah. Was able to convince the board up there to throw the Pledge of Allegiance away. One guy. And and what what's at the heart of the Pledge of Allegiance? What's at the heart of the idea of the Pledge of Allegiance? Liberty and justice. Liberty and justice for all. That's the problem they have with it, not God. Their, their problems. I mean, they all have a problem with <laughs> they God. They do have a problem with God. They're yeah. atheists. Yeah. But their main problem with that is we can't. We, if you're going to introduce Marxism. Yeah. You have, first of all, you have to kill God. Second of all, you have to kill liberty and justice for all. Yeah. Who's the uh, chick who wrote the uh, op-ed piece uh, where she's talking about how the Supreme Court, Justice Alito, they're trying to force Christianity on everybody uh, with their recent rulings. Uh, uh, you know, th- th- this there is a war against Christianity, oh. it, and it ain't a, it ain't a war against religion. Yeah. It's a war against Christianity. Right. They hate it. 
They hate it because the 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 God of the of the, of the you know Jesus and God, uh, they they want to supplant that with the government with the state. You were talking earlier about how you're so upset about this, and I am too. I am. I'm really very angry. upset about yeah, what, yeah, yeah. what's going on. And Trying I, to I, deal see, with it. I, and, well, no, I know, I know, and I I, I get that. What I had to do years ago because I used to do that too, and then I get depressed because mm-hmm. anger causes depression. Yeah. I just started to look at this overall picture. I took a, a, a view of eternity and and God's in charge. And sure. He's, he's going to fix it. You know, it's the. It's all god's plan we know where this is going right and we know how this all ends uh, i saw a, a preacher one time uh francis chan who's ca- fallen out of favor recently as far as i'm concerned but anyway he he gave a a, a really great illustration in sermon one time he took a rope and i don't know how many hundreds of feet the rope was and he gave it to a guy in the congregation and he said stretch out this rope i'm gonna hold this end of it you stretch out this rope and go as far as you can and it was like hundreds of feet all the way to the back of this gigantic auditorium or convention right. center they were in and he said this rope represents eternity and then he took a pen like this and he just made a little mark on the end of the rope right here at the beginning where he, that he was holding and he said this is your 80 year lifespan <laughs> we put all of our focus on right. this little pen mark here right. this little dot of ink here when all of that is where we should be focused because yeah. we're only spending 80 years here, and the rest of it goes way out there. And that's mm-hmm. the, the, you know, what we're dealing with today and all this stuff that we're reading about the FBI and everything, that's all going to pass. Well, it, 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 and I understand. And I, I, you know, after this past year, I, I really have, I'm trying to have an appreciation of just daily life and the little things and, and, and you know, be grateful for the people in your life. But I, I just, this thing at Mar-a-Lago combined with the IRS... I mean, they're really going for they it. They are going for and it. And I don't, I, I hate what's being done to my country. Mm-hmm. I do too. I I'm not saying not it. be upset about it. I'm not saying, no, 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 don't, I know. You know, I'm, I'm saying, I, I'm trying, no, I'm, and I'm trying to, you know, kind of roll with it to a certain extent because really there's not much we can do until November. That's right. Uh, but I just, it pisses me off. Mm-hmm. It really oh, yeah, does, man. man. And oh, I, yeah. I'm not, ta- I'm not just talking about national. I'm talking about local oh, yeah. and, and our city council and our mayor and all that stuff. It's just the whole damn thing. Just, it just upsets me. <laughs> it's starting to really get under well, my skin. Well, the thing is, we, we had a caller call up earlier and said, well, Trump deserves this because he didn't do anything. And blah, blah, blah. And I said, no, let me just list for you what Trump, you know, what Trump actually did that. do. Yeah, right? come on. And he, I asked him, I said, who are you going to vote for? And he said, nobody. You know? So I said, you're, you're a quitter. Right. You're a quitter. So it's easy to get down. It's easy to you know get upset about this. And it's easy to quit and say, well, I'm not going to make a difference. Don't quit. Do not you can't quit. do that. Don't do that. No, that's not an option. Then they win. That's it. So if you quit, the bad guys win. Exactly. Basically. So hang in there. Yep. Um, another upper of a story. Uh, the <laughs> the Episcop- Happy Thursday. Episcopalian Church has come out in full support of sex changes at all ages. So <sighs> calling it a matter of religious liberty. What is religious liberty when you're talking about a four year old dude God. having his body altered in surgery to look like a girl? That's all you're doing. All your when you remove a male Dennis. part. <laughs> I really had to stop on that. <laughs> yeah. When you remove a male part and make it look like a female part, so all you're doing is making it look like that. You you have not turned that boy into a girl. 
It's impossible. It, it, it is. And, you know, if you're an adult, you know, I know a guy's done this just recently. You know, hey, well, if that's how you want to live, it's great. Yeah. You know, don't. it ain't my it ain't my responsibility yeah. that what you do. But leave the kids out of it. That's what I'm talking about. Holy crap. So it calls for the Episcopal Church to advocate for access to gender-affirming care in all God. forms, social, medical, and all others, including puberty blockers and surgery, at all ages. And see, the problem with this is, Sean, and we've had the real stories. This is not made-up stuff. you got these nut job you know, parents that are just absolutely losers and they're crazy who will take their three- and four-year-old and take them under the knife. Well, it's sick because it's all about their egos. Yes, that's it's right. It's all about, look at my special kid. My right. kid's a trans kid. Mm-hmm. You know, we're a minority. You know, my kid need, has, is being discriminated against. Yeah, it's all about them. It's all about the adults in the room. It's really always all about the adults in the room. Got that Four-year-old right. kid can't be trans. No. It's impossible. And, and, I'm, you know, and, and I'm sick of it. That's another thing I'm sick of. Because, you know, I, I've, I've you know, sometimes taken a lot of flack over the years being a, pretty much a conservative talk show host because I do support gay rights. I did support same-sex marriage. The trans thing ain't a gay thing. It ain't a gay issue. It's just not. It's something other. It's something else. And and I think a lot of it is ego-based. I think people who, uh, uh, who you know, again, if you want to live that way, it's fine. But I think for some people, it's just a way to be interesting. I hate to put it that way. Well, no, it is. That's exactly the way it is. And it's not only that, but uh, don't try to force it on everybody else. No. Well, like you say, when you say, uh, you know, if you want to live that way, that's fine. Well, then, you know, let it end there. Yeah. Don't take it, first of all, get your hands off the kids. Oh, yeah. You need to have yeah. your ass kicked if you're messing with kids. Keep all it right? away from the kids. Exactly right. That's the first and thing. use the right damn bathroom. Yes, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and when you demand that my granddaughters no. accept a dude peeing next to her, let me tell you something. Now you're forcing it on other people. Right. Stop it. Yeah. yeah. It's not your place. Yeah. The, Knock the, it the, off. The tr- in a sense, the true definition of freedom, with freedom also comes responsibility. And the responsibility of being a free person is that you don't infringe upon somebody else's freedom. Your choices in life are not my responsibility. Well, and and we'll, that's what I'm sick of. Yeah, and we'll just wrap up the segment with with some truly good news. There is some there is some good <laughs> news out there, and that is Anthony Fauci went to the Yankees Mariners game at T-Mobile Park last night. He was asked to throw the, the the pitch out, just like what happened in 2020 in the Washington Nationals game. Remember when he went out in the middle of COVID <laughs> with his mask off, and, yeah. th- and the ball went ended up somewhere in Cleveland. <laughs> He was in D.C. and the ball ended up in Cleveland. Do you remember that? <laughs> yes. Okay, last lousy night, talk, lousy bitch, man. same thing, except instead of throwing way to the left, he just threw it straight up in the air and it just came right back down. <laughs> but he was, listen to this, when they introduced him, so booed. So was he? Booed. I missed this one. Big wow. time boos, man. Excellent. Boo, 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 boo. <laughs> Well, he's got it coming. Yeah. Man. All right. Quick break. More wearing rhyme coming up. KTSA. The UFM 107.1. Ladies and gentlemen, Anthony Fauci. <laughs> you know what's significant about this? This was in Seattle. Wow, Seattle. Seattle, one of Hippie the most town. Yeah, liberal place, man. Liberal. I mean, they do have dope stores on every corner. I was just sure? there. Yeah. I was just there. Right. And you Dispose, as my daughter calls them. Is that what it is? <laughs> Dispose. <laughs> Dispose. Going to the dispo. <laughs> yeah, well, they got them.
on every uh, corner. Could you imagine being booed by an entire stadium of people what in a liberal city, like? in a liberal place like freaking Seattle? Yeah, well, well, there's no gray area there, <laughs> except between his ears. He gets it. Um, I, I mentioned this just a little while ago. Kimberly Well, uh, Wheel, I think, uh, ABC News legal contributor, wrote an op-ed in Politico, and I had mentioned this about the Supreme Court. And my question is, can you be pro-life and not be a person of faith? Do you think there are people who are anti-abortion who are not basing it on Christianity? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I think that would be a reasonable thing 100%. to say. Justice Alito doesn't think society is Christian enough. Recent court decisions show how he intends to remedy that. Uh, many legal scholars in the wake of the U.S. Supreme Court's radical decision to reverse Roe v. Wade have focused on the dangerous implications of the court's century-old worldview on protections for things such as same-sex marriage and contraception. I would actually argue that if you were secular and you were not a believer, but you trusted and believed in science, right, that you would be pro-life. Yeah. Because the science has finally, because of modern inventions such as sonogram and pictures right. that we can take, science is caught up with the Bible, and that is a living human being from the moment of conception. Yeah. And well, scientifically, it, that's provable. I agree. I, I do agree. I, it, I, you know, I didn't always believe that, but I do believe it now. Um, you know, uh, this idea that the Roe v. Wade thing is uh, imposing Christianity, that's how they extrapolate this idea that now they're going to go after contraceptive. Now they're going to go after same-sex marriage. Now they're going to go after interracial marriage. I actually had to have a conversation with my daughter about this when she was here because that's what she was concerned. She said that. She mm-hmm. said, well, everybody on campus is saying, mm-hmm. well, now they're going to go after uh, same-sex and interracial marriage. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. maybe all they're not. They're that's, not. Th- that has nothing to do with it. Right. Well, and there, there are, believe you me, there are a lot of things that rest in Washington, D.C. that belong back in the states that should be returned sure. to the states. And we can have that discussion. We can go through those things and figure out which ones they are. But way too much power, and Roe v. Wade was just one example, way yeah. too much power has been accumulated inside the Beltway, and it should be distributed back to the states. And, and now, based upon what state you live in, you do have a voice now That's right. in abortion. That's Look point. at Kansas and what they did. That is the point of a republic. Yeah, yeah. It, we're all we're a, we're a, a patchwork of little nations. Yeah. that's how we're supposed to uh, exist. The idea of of republicanism and where we are and all of that should be you know you have the ultimate authority. You, yeah. you know, and the people that you elect are the closest to you. But when they decided that they were going to you know accumulate all that power in Washington D.C., the the power and the authority. Were ta- was wrestled away from the American people, and that's what today's battle is all about. Yeah, it really is. Remember Donald Trump in his uh, speech, his inauguration speech, I'm here to return the power to you. Precisely. And that meme is absolutely right that says, you know, the real target is you. I'm just in the oh, way. with Trump, yeah, I'm just in the way. He's right. He's absolutely right because these people don't believe in freedom. They don't believe in the idea of a, of a constitutional republic, no. representative government. You know how some of the people get mad and they say, I'm moving out of the country. Okay, they financially can't afford it, and not everybody will accept us. Well, now you have choices. You can move to a different state. Yeah, absolutely. You can work at home and get what you want. You, See, you that's, have the, way options it was, that's the way it was yeah. designed to be. Right. The same is true. If you want to take it down to the most basic level, go. There's no closer of politics to the human being than school boards. That I mean, you oh, yeah. you are in charge. You're supposed to be, and that's why they freak out when parents actually go to these things. So you don't like where you are. Pick up and move, and go to another yeah. school board. Go to a different district. Right. Th- there's that's a the place for you. Yeah. There's a place for you in this country. You got it.
You want to get an abortion at the drive-thru at McDonald's? Go to California. Wherever it is. Wherever they're (laughs) doing it. Go to New York. You know, if you don't want any abortions, come here. But that's a great question about whether or not you can be, um, you know, not a believer. You don't even think that God exists. And, but you can still be pro-life. Yeah, the science bears that out. Science well, proves it. The mere numbers of folks who would claim to be pro-life would tell me that they can't. The sun, in other words, the idea that pro-life, a, 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 a person who wants regulation on abortion or no abortion at all, that it's in, in, indelibly a Christian thing but see, is the great lie. That, that is their, but as I've always said, for the left, that's their religion, right? Yeah. Their religion ensconces in, in, in abortion as a religious act. And their sacrifice to Molech, who is their god on that religion, their sacrifice is the is the baby that they actually sacrifice, that they actually sacrifice through the through abortion. So when you're talking about you know, it, it, and it, it, what was funny for two years, we had to sit and listen to these people talk about, well, only Democrats and only the left follow the science. Donald Trump isn't following. Remember all that? Yes. We follow the science on COVID. They're fine to follow the science on COVID, but they won't on abortion. No, well, you know, because it's uh, this is it's a hangover from the early days of the feminist movement. It was a it was a pillar of the feminist movement in the very early early days, back in the fifties and sixties, uh, that a woman has the right to abort a, a child. That was mm-hmm. a big part of the feminist feminist movement. Mm-hmm. But it's it's evolved to this place where it is now, where it is like a religion. Mm-hmm. The, the act of abortion now itself is empowering, right? Which is absurd. Sure. So they they are projecting their religion and saying the other side comes from a purely religious view on it, and that's simply not true. Right. If you follow the science concerning that child, that's a baby. Well, and Roe v. Wade being overturned was completely a legal and constitutional decision. That was true. Had nothing to do with faith. True Americanism. Yeah. The way our country's supposed to be. Yeah. All right, quick break. More Warren Rama coming up. KTSA. Hey. Hey. You ready for another China virus? Another China virus? Are you ready? Why? What? Well, a new virus detected in China infecting 35 people. Another uh, China virus jumping from animals to humans, from bats, rodents, and shrews. Let me tell you what. You haven't lived until you got a virus from a shrew. I want a shrew bug. No, you don't. (laughs) So it appears that... I dated a shrew once. Did you? No pictures, it didn't happen. No. Talking about personality. <laughs> um, they share, the symptoms share similarities with the flu. Fever, cough, headache, muscle soreness, fatigue, loss of appetite, nausea. Is an election coming up or what? <laughs> Must have an election coming up. Must be. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, they're saying 35 people in China have been affected by, infected by this. And I won't even try to say it. I tell you where it is. It's in Shandong. <laughs> That's where it is. I'm not laughing because it's racist. It would be racist to laugh, but it's I called what? Say, well, no, I can't tell you what it's called. Langya, 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 the Langya henna virus, the Langya virus in Shandong. Shandong. <laughs> I ate there once. <laughs> is that anywhere near Banger? <laughs> so is that Shandong. close to Banger? <laughs> so flu season is now election season. Yeah, that's right. Well, it's, it's every year. Well, okay. yeah, every yeah, time we, we got to shut this thing down, man. We don't want people voting. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Stay out of Shandong and you won't get the yin yang virus. <laughs> I ate at Shandong once. I got a great buffet. You know, they, okay. they actually, hey, you a- stay here all hour. Eat all my crab legs. Get out of here. Actually, there's a place in the form <laughs> called Adong. That's it. Adong? It's Thai food. I believe it's Thai. Adong. And I'm Elaine's not nodding it. her head. It is. You it's know true. why Thai food? 
No. I love Thai food. Now they used oh, to hell yeah. around here all the time they would try to get me to go. Like they'd be like, Where are you going to lunch today? A dong? And I'd say, What? <laughs> and they'd say, It's Thai up here in the forum and I said, No, I'm not thai, interested yeah, in Thai. A dong. Yeah. No. <laughs> not interested. A dong Thai. <laughs> it's right next to Orange Julius. <laughs> a dong Thai. I'm so sorry. Right next to You'll stay Orange Julius. <laughs> and right up by a bunt. Nothing but bunt. I like Thai. I like, I've been trying to get my wife to eat. I like Indian food, but she won't eat Indian food because she's afraid it's no wonder they had to her. take out part of your insides. That stuff will <laughs> kill do. you, I man. From the food. inside, I like, Thai. I like Korean. Shoo-ah. I like all that weird crap, man. It's amazing you have an intestine left. After <laughs> <laughs> eat all that, that's probably what it was. I just burned out a piece. Haven't you heard of McDonald's? What is wrong oh, with man. you, son? I loves me some McDonald's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's you... get some healthy food in you. Get some McDonald's. Haven't you heard of Frontier Burger? What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> you you're not a very you don't like the exotic stuff. You know, you're I'm not really a, not. You're, yeah, you're you're a meat and potato I am taco kind of guy. I am boring. <laughs> <laughs> but no, my stepson's the same way. You I'm guys boring. are just, you know. I admit it, you know. You know. I love to eat weird crap. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you what I did, man. I'll tell you what I did. This last trip to Alaska. I was trying all kinds of different stuff. I said, you know what? What's the worst thing could happen to me? Right. Right? So I tried some different stuff, and it was really pretty good. And I had had some salmon here. Of course, in Alaska, it's all salmon. Sure. Yeah. So I had some salmon here, and it was a bit too fishy. I don't like fishy. I don't like <laughs> fish that tastes like fish. I'm not, I'm not even into the fishy taste either. Right. But I got up there, and they had a salmon bake out in the mm-hmm. middle of the vineyard, and a beautiful guy's cooking it on open fire. It was great. My ex-wife ruined salmon for me forever. Okay, because what just, happened? She would make it every other day, and I just, you know, for 13 oh, I years, I just had too much damn salmon. That happened to me in tuna. I would come home every day. Tuna fish, tuna fish, I'd come home every day and have a tuna fish sandwich for a while, and I can't even stand the smell of it. Tuna fish grosses me out. I've, I've never liked tuna fish. Yeah. Tuna fish, tuna. You know, you can... Tuna piano, but you can't tuna fish. Nah. <laughs> this is really interesting crap. This is great radio. You got something else you can throw in here? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, well, I, actually, we got a guy, Gregory, uh, since we're talking about eating, uh, yeah. Gregory Foster uh, ate 17 ghost peppers in 60 seconds in San Diego. And then he exploded. I was going to say. Uh, this is for the Guinness World Records. Uh, world r- Record, uh, 17 ghost peppers <sighs> in one minute. You know that guy was hurting. He was hurting, hurting, hurting. You could hear him screaming from a mile away. I used to love ghost peppers. Mm. I can't see. Now, there are things that I really just can't eat, Mm. and spicy stuff is, you know, bozo no no. Right. Because I used to love ghost peppers, man. I'd eat me a jaw. I used to get these up in Bandera. There's a a, a friend up there who has a place, and she would sell these. uh, uh, It was a ghost pepper salsa. And, uh, oh, that was good. I love stuff spicy. Yeah. You know? Uh, Justin and I went in one time, uh, what's this, Buffalo Wild Wings? We went in there, mm-hmm. and, and they have them ranked by how hot they are. And I think the hottest, they used to call it nuclear or something like right. that, right? I don't know, something like that anyway. So, you know, he and I are trying to one-up each other, two men. Uh, <laughs> two what, dudes. What, what is this, uh, middle heat, man? Bring on the nuclear, bring it on, you know? And she, the girl said, I don't think you won't do that. You mm. know, nobody really survives that. I said, ah. You see us two motorcycle riding dudes. <laughs> we got gas and oil on our blue jeans. We're motorcycle men. Bring it over here. Oh my God! Pretty hot. Oh my God! That's pretty hot. No oh, man, it was devastating. I <laughs> I still have a hole in in my tongue in the back. <laughs> it burned a hole in my tongue. Hottest stuff I ever had. I went to a place called the Crazy Flamingo in Florida on my thirtieth birthday. 
because they were. We, I was on a trip to Florida. There was supposedly the hottest wings in the country, and I think I made it to the next to the top tier, and drank a six pack of Red Stripe with it. Well, you know what they say works is uh, milk, right? Yeah, but I can't. I hate milk. Well, that's true. You milk grosses milk. me out. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> yeah, milk and sweets, sweets, sweets. Yeah, right. that's what the uh, Mexican restaurants they have all the little candies. Uh, that's a, true at the end, don't and they? And that's where you grab one and there it you helps go. smooth. There's a guy, and I can't think of his name now, but he does a podcast, a little video show, where he interviews celebrities. Oh. while they eat hot wings with progressively hotter wings. Oh, it's a fantastic show. You, I can't think oh, of the name yeah, of it yeah, now. No, it's you a know great show. About? Yeah, yeah, and they bring Sean in something. Yeah, yeah and it, it's great when they bring in like the like a. Joanne, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Sto- uh, God, the, the, the female actress. Um, well, I saw the one with Scarlett Johansson. That's really one, good. Johansson. That was really good. Yeah, they're really all um, good. And, and yeah. her nose is running all over her face and everything, you know, because yeah. she's not going to say no. Tom Holland, the guy who yeah. Spider-Man, I saw him do it. Jennifer Garner has yeah. a good Garner. one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, I can't remember Sean's last name, yeah. but it's a genius way to, and he's a really good interviewer. He's yeah. very good, yeah, actually. Yeah. Very good. It's just a it's a new spin to get a good interview. They promote whatever right. they're working on, and then you hear hilarity. Well, I, I like the one too where they and you see these like on reels or whatever on your phone, where they have these guys and they've done it to like Shaq and these guys on on television. Try these chili pekin chips that just come one chip per you you pull this thing back and it's got one chip in there mm-hmm. because that's all you can eat. 